This is Curtis. This is Brian. And we're the Game Night Guys. Each week we give new life to some classic games and introduce you to new ones, but you'll have to wait your turn. And this week's game is Trivial Pursuit Digital Choice. More trivia. More trivia, but electronic trivia. That's complicated. It's delivered by this state-of-art technology. You mean AA batteries? Yes. Three of them, though. (laughs) Three AA batteries. That's expensive. That's pretty high-tech right there. I found this on a clearance aisle at Toys R Us. You did? I did. It was around Christmas time, a few, maybe last year, maybe the year before. I don't remember. I've had it for a while. Was it expensive on clearance? Mm, I don't think so. I think it was like five bucks. That's not bad considering there's some kind of electronic device in there with a USB cable poking out of it. Right. But then I brought it home and then I read this little disclaimer on the box that it's not compatible with Mac. Uh, PC with USB port. And I have a Mac. Not Mac compatible. It even says not Mac compatible. Right. Didn't really pay attention to that when I bought it. Mm, whoops. The the whole you know gimmick with it is it has this little electronic controller. There's no cards in the box. Oh, okay. And with the USB cord, you can connect it to a PC mm-hmm. and go to a website and then customize what categories you get. Ah. So fortunately, it comes preloaded with a bunch of questions. So well, we can still good. play it. Yeah. But, however, even if we did have a PC, we wouldn't be able to use it because it the website's down. Doesn't <laughs> doesn't exist anymore. Oh, nice. I don't think this was a big hit for whomever made this game. Well, it's Parker Brothers, but I, oh, EA. They is, suck. Is EA bad? They're, yeah, lately they've been going through a lot of stuff um, with their properties. And the CEO just stepped down and resigned. There's just been a lot of uh, bad things happening with EA recently. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I'm going to quote like a six-year-old term here and just say that this box is a hot mess. It is a hot mess. It has this flap on the front that you think opens the box up mm-hmm. because it's fastened by Velcro. Velcro, yes. And so when you open it, it opens to nothing. It just oh. opens to give you a... Here's how to play. Right. Which is odd. Because the rules are in the box or on the back of the box, I'm imagining. And it even tells you to lift here. So I'm not sure what the point of that is. <laughs> Marketing. I don't know. Kind of a waste. Yes. So uh, this game is suitable for <laughs> 2 to 36 players. We're going to need a lot more mics. How would you... <laughs> how would you... How would that work logistically? I mean, say you had a game going with 36 people. You would take your turn and then have to wait for 35 other people to go before you could go again? I'm guessing you can play... What they're implying is you can play on six teams of six. Oh. But still, that's a lot of people playing one game of Trivial Pursuit. I don't know that many people. Yeah, it's just... I don't know. (laughs) I I can tell it was just not really a great game to begin with when I got it. It was on clearance. It was on Clarence. You know, I figured it'd suck, and we like games that suck. It's perfect they're... for the show. Exactly. <laughs> so the standard rules for Trivial Pursuit apply. Just be the first player to fill all six spaces on your scoring token with different color wedges by correctly answering questions. Easy peasy. We've done this before. Lemon squeezy. Yeah. Okay. Let's kick this pig. See, I wanted to open it by that stupid thing. Well, you just tried that. Let's open the box. All right. After I have some beer. 
That's a delicious looking beer you're having. It is. Thank you for it, by the way. So here is the USB thing. Can mm-hmm. you use this for anything? Uh, it looks like a micro USB on one end. Maybe it might apply to my other, maybe my PlayStation 3 controller. Hmm. Here you are the wedge holder. I am the wedge master. And then no cards, just this little plastic doodad. I'm lost without cards. So what color do you want to be? Well, you notice all of the standard colors are represented here, except they don't have brown. They replaced it with purple. Oh. Isn't that weird? I didn't like brown. But brown was chocolate. Remember my whole pie, my pie cannon for the... Well, then purple can be like a plum cobbler. I guess, but who doesn't like chocolate pie? (laughs) So there's like orange pie and blueberry pie and lemon meringue pie. Wait, wait, wait. Orange pie? Is that a thing? Is it? I don't think they have orange pie. Pumpkin. Oh, it's pumpkin. There you go. Pumpkin pie, blueberry pie, lemon pie, lemon meringue, strawberry pie, uh-huh. key lime, and then there's purple now. And it was chocolate. I'm yeah. disappointed in that. I really so, am. do you want to be purple? Yeah. Okay. Because purple and green are complementary colors. You yeah. know, just like you and me. And the Hulk. And the Hulk. And Buzz Lightyear. Oh, that's right. I wouldn't know about that. Yeah, you wouldn't. <laughs> The board, it's not perfectly square. They have sort of... Weird. Like, cut the corners. Kind of looks like the documents in the reimagined Battlestar Galactica, which I know Curtis never watched. But all their paper <laughs> the, didn't have corners like they were beveled. Like, take your safety scissors in a circle of paper <laughs> from <laughs> The Simpsons. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Let's roll that die to see who goes first. You know, I've been having bad luck with the die lately. The last few weeks. Yeah, you have. One. <laughs> and that streak continues. And <laughs> You're going to roll a five. All right. I get to go first. Yes. So we're going to do the house roll that, you know, typically you only earn a token on six spots on the board, but we're going to say you earn a token no matter what space you're on. Otherwise, this will be a very long episode. Very long. And boring. So let's turn on the uh, electronic doodad and see what it does. Ooh. <laughs> kind of sounds like that Battlestar Galactica music. There's some choices here. It's saying instant play or choose and play. We're going to have to do instant play because we don't have a PC and their website doesn't exist anymore. We can't download the the supposed hundreds of mini categories. And I'm sure they would have been fantastic questions. Too. Yes, like dryer lint. <laughs> Is that ever a category in Trivial Pursuit? <laughs> Your tonsils and you. Here are the categories it has given us randomly. Entertainment, history, wild, wild, <laughs> science and nature, and our favorite, sports and leisure. No. Is that the orange one, sports? I guess so. Ugh. You get to control this for now. So here I will. I'm assuming this is pretty self-explanatory to operate. I think it is. I'm not sure. We'll okay. wing it. I'll be banging on it like a chimp learning to use tools for the first time, if not. So hit that green button and see what happens. Science and nature. All right. I have a question on the screen, finally. Yay. Technology. (laughs) What strikes fear in the heart of an amathophobic housekeeper? Dust or dirt. Dust or dirt. So then I push this. I think so. Dust. Yes. I get a pie wedge. Did you know that? I guessed. Oh. Amathophobic? That I would... Assume that meant the fear of math, which I would suffer from. Would you? Yeah, I hate math. I, I love math and no, science you don't. and sports. You love and lying. 
You love lying, you liar. These newer Trivia Pursuit games have better wedges for their tokens. Remember the old school ones where they fit in and they would get stuck and you could never mm-hmm. do that? These sort of prevent them from that from mm. happening. And they also have a little raised part that helps like you get a, them out. A lip on the edge. A little lip on the edge. Hmm. Where are you going to go? The world is your oyster. Ugh. And you hate oysters. Hate oysters. Let's go pink. I think that's entertainment. It's No, it's wild. Oh, let's, let's walk on the wild side. What doctor felt her who am I, where did I come from sex ed book for kids would be most effective as a pop-up? <laughs> That's a very long question. A pop-up sex education book for children? I'm just picturing that in my head now. I'll say Dr. Ruth. Yes. Oh. Do you know her last name? Dr. Ruth Westheimer. Yes. <laughs> Not Dr. Joyce Brothers. Oh, and she recently yeah, passed away. She did. That was sad. So I get pink pie. What is pink? Oh, strawberry. Strawberry. You're just making me hungry for pie. I know. Orange pie or pumpkin. Pumpkin. <laughs> there could probably be an orange pie. I bet we could go on Pinterest and find it. Yeah, I'm not doing that. I don't. I never want to go on Pinterest. Ever? Ever. Really? Ever. You don't like looking at food? Because that's pretty much the only reason I go there. I do. <laughs> I have enough other resources it's besides food porn. Pinterest. It. Mm-hmm. it probably video game pins on there. Yeah, maybe. Or um, what are your other interests? Pixar. <laughs> there may be some Pixar pins. Maybe. Maybe beer. Um, there probably is some beer pins on there. Um, you could make some paper crafts. I know you really love your paper crafts. We've met, right? <laughs> <clears throat> All right. So orange is entertainment. What Russian ballerina choosing death over career-ending surgery uttered their last words, get my swan costume ready? Natalie Portman. Really? You're going black swan? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Anna Pavlova. I would have never known that. I don't know who that is. All right. That was like a sports question. Or entertainment. Sure. I look at ballet as a sport. It's very tough. It is. (sighs) One... So, what's purple? Purple is sports and leisure. Yeah. Then yellow? Yellow is wild. I'll have to go wild. <laughs> what nation's close-knit fans watched as Shiragar beat Wooly Jumper and Red Ram in the first Grand National Sheeple Chase? <laughs> what? It's really hard to say. What nation's close-knit fans watch as Shiragar... Beat Wooly Jumper and Red Ram in the first Grand National, in quotes, sheeple chase. Sheeple chase. I'm going to have to say New Zealand. Britons. Yeah. That sounds like something they would do in New Zealand. Hi, Amy. Hi, Amy. <laughs> oh, I, I like these. The, um, the roll again. They yeah. just have a picture of a die on them. That's clever. Blue or purple? What's the blue category? Blue is history. Eh, we'll go for it. All right. Maybe it'll be easy. Who earned a promotion to general in 221 BC after the death of his brother, Hasdrubal? Natalie Portman. This is going to be a long game if you keep answering Natalie Portman. I think I'm, I know who that is. Hannibal. I was oh, right. Okay. That's what I would have said. Did I ever tell you my Trivial Pursuit story from college? Probably where you would play it at the arcade, that one? No. 
uh, whenever we would play Trivial Pursuit in college. Oh, you had to answer Anne Margaret. Right. If yeah. you didn't know the answer, you yeah. had to answer. Yeah, you've told that a few now times. Now it's been updated to Natalie Portman. Oh, God. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Why Natalie Portman? Because, I, I don't know. She's a black swan. <laughs> okay. There's a she's topical. Very, she's talented and lovely. <laughs> she's going to be in Thor 2 or whatever it's called. I don't know. Thor 2. The Thorning. <laughs> <laughs> what Dallas outfit demonstrated the first integrated circuit in 1958. Oh, I bet I know. Texas Instruments. That is correct. Yay! I used to have a Texas Instruments computer when I was a kid. Did you? It didn't do a lot, but I figured out how to do things with it. Like, I could program songs into it. Oh, weird. It was very mathematical, which is really odd that (laughs) I would be able to do that. You had to, like, basically write a program saying, like, they had a number for the notes and a number for the length. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was really good at music because I don't know if I mentioned this, but you were a music major. I was a music. Yes, I, you've I, mentioned it. I am not a mu- just a music major. Here's a beer. <laughs> I have a degree in music, <laughs> so I figured out like I would take uh, a piece of sheet music and I would like in my head figure out all the math for it and write a program, and then my computer would spout out the Morgan Minity theme. <laughs> Of course, it was the Mark and Mindy theme. It was. It was really hard, too. Because you remember they had that... Yeah, I I remember it. Orange. Entertainment. Pumpkin. What Star Trek collective warns, prepare to be assimilated. Resistance. I am not done reading the question. Sorry. Prepare to be assimilated. Resistance is futile. Now you may answer. The Borg. That is correct. (laughs) Yay, I got a piece of pie. Mm-hmm. Pumpkin pie. Speaking of Star Trek, yes. I saw it last night. I saw it on Friday night. <sighs> so good. I liked it a lot. I enjoyed it a great deal. I went with Meredith. Yes. We went to the Tempe Marketplace, which is this like big shopping center-ish place here. All right. I've never been there on a Saturday night. Usually I go to the movies pretty early in the day when people aren't there. Right. And I've never been to the very back of their parking lot, which is like a half mile. Wow. <laughs> Not really, but it seemed like, like it. It was way out there. <laughs> and so we parked and we were both driving. So we had to both find a parking space and then meet somewhere. And Meredith came up to me and she said, you know, I know we're not supposed to go to the Cinemark theaters because they're all anti-gay and everything because they, re- they donate to anti-gay Republicans. Okay. She's like, but I never have trouble parking there. (laughs) (laughs) Just saying. So we went into the theater and we got there fairly early. Did you see it in 3D? No. Oh, I did. It was really good in 3D. Okay. So we sat down um, and then there were two dudes to my right. And pretty much the second they started talking, we're like, gays. (laughs) And then these other dudes came in. They sat to Meredith's left. And the minute they started talking, we were like, gays. <laughs> and pretty much the entire theater felt was probably about, I don't know, 40% gay there. Okay. And then Meredith turned to me and she's like, now I understand why it's so easy to park at the Cinemark Theater. Because <laughs> <laughs> nobody goes there. Exactly. Yeah. I saw it in 2D. I saw it. I And I got there really early. I went with um, Kyle, who you met last weekend. Yes. Yeah. So he and I went and I got tickets for the 930 showing 935. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't sure how busy it would be like the, the the movies in the summertime. There's usually like a line out the door and you have to like wait behind the, the barricade thing mm-hmm. when you get there. Yeah, it was wasn't the case at all. So we had a lot of time to kill and I felt bad because I'm like, yeah, um, 
let's go here super early so we can get in line and get a good seat. And there was no one waiting in line. <laughs> Did you have your iPad at least so you could no. like, entertain yourself? No, but um, Kyle was showing me on his phone the uh, the meltdown of the uh, Amy person on the, what's that show? Hell's Kitchen? Kitchen Nightmares. Oh, Kitchen Nightmares. A little FYI if you haven't watched it. There's a show called Kitchen Nightmares with Gordon Ramsay. Where he goes into restaurants and tells them what they're doing wrong, tries to help them, screams at them. The I think it was a season finale for that series or show. Yeah, they uh, were here in Scottsdale at yeah. a company called Amy's Baking Company. Three years ago, the owner of Amy's Baking Company had a big online feud with one of the Yelpers here, and it was very it was big local news because she was clearly off her rocker. <laughs> And after watching, and I watched Kitchen Nightmares last night, and it was amazing, like, how awful those people are. Yeah, I need to see it, because he was telling me all about it. He's like, because we had dinner at Pita Jungle first, and this this restaurant, this Amy's Baking Company, is right next to Pita Jungle. Mm-hmm. So he's like, we're going to be right there. We can go look at it. And yeah, I guess... And they're closed right now. And they're closed right now, and they're supposed to have a big press conference in a few days. Yeah. Christopher was talking to Kyle, and he was like, oh, I'm so jealous you guys are there. I'm like... <laughs> Thinking, why Why are you excited? It's closed down. There's not even anything to see. Yeah, He's... Christopher wants me to go to the press conference. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't reward bad behavior. No. <laughs> I'm not going to this place, no. But I do want to see that episode now because I've been there, but I just wanted to see what's what's going on with that. But anyway. We're well, off. the thing that I noticed about it is, so I think because she's so nutso in it, and like they're terrible. They scream at customers and yeah. kick people out and everything. During it, she makes... A kind of a gay slur to somebody yeah. like there's these two dudes dining there who are clearly you know with each other right and they they get into a big fight with them and they leave and as they're outside she calls one of them a pansy oh boy and nobody's really talking about that very much and i think it's because it's just layered under all the craziness that was that episode because she's uh, <laughs> she needs some help yeah, I'm. I'm kind of want to see it now, just to see what all the the the, the fear was about. It's available on Hulu Plus. Oh, good! I have Hulu Plus. What designer hyped his undies on the famous butts of Kate Moss, Macy Gray, and Moby? I'm gonna have to say Calvin Klein. That is correct. Oh, too bad I already have a pink one, but my choices were limited there. They were. Your choices were pretty much pink, 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 pink and pink. Pink. Without going back into the middle of the board, which I'm trying to get out of there. Put me on that yellow space, please. Yellow. She wore yellow. <laughs> okay. Wasn't that a YouTube song or something? A YouTube song? Oh, YouTube. Oh, I'm just, I'm turning into my grandmother. Wait, YouTube or U2? U2. Oh, I heard YouTube. I said YouTube. Wasn't that on the YouTubes? My grandmother used to do that all the time. I think I'm going to be just like her. Awesome. She confused words all the time. Are you going to wear like a floral lavender spray? Well, I'm going to let my boobs hang down on my knees like my grandmother. Going to? All right, it's a wild card. Mm-hmm. What forms the core of the massive 16-foot wedding cakes coated with gum paste that are all the rage at Japanese nuptials? Say that again. What forms the core of the massive 16-foot wedding cakes coated with gum paste that are all the rage at Japanese nuptials? Ice cream? No. It's not edible. What is it? Styrofoam. Oh, so they're just fake? I guess. At the center. But then maybe the, the cake. I've never heard of that. That's weird. I, Japan. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Don't offend them too. Um, we already have a tenuous relationship with Canada. I know. We are Canada's pants. And they're our hat. I don't know what I'm saying. Hi, Humphrey. Hi, Ryan. 
Do we have any other Canadian listeners? Let us know. I think we do. Please don't hate us. We actually do like Canada a lot. Yeah. I I grew up close to Canada, and I've been there a few times. And I met some Canadians at Walt Disney World. I've I've had some Canadian beer (laughs) in my time. Not today, but... Mm -hmm. I like Anzi Stochansky. He's a drummer. He's from Canada. Okay. (laughs) How did we get back on to apologizing to Canada? I don't know. All right. So I've got green, and I've got pink, which are the two that I have already. Oh, Lord. Let's do pink. I need to roll better next time. What two-word term did folklorist Richard Dorson coin to describe folk tales that are circulated as true? Urban legends? Correct. Oh, damn it. You're doing really well on stuff that you don't need. I, yeah. That's my luck. I have <laughs> shitty luck. Oh, That's just been my day so far. <laughs> yeah, I've had a rough day. Yeah, we're recording a little later than usual because I had a dead battery in my car when I went to start it and come over today. But now it's fixed. Yeah, it's fixed. I'm just saying, if you don't have AAA, get AAA because they're awesome. Okay. Yeah. I don't have AAA. Yeah, I've used them this like the third time now and they just come to you immediately and fix what's wrong. My car never dies. Well, <laughs> see that now. I know. Knock on wood. Knock on table. <laughs> Pink? Oh, Wild. Yeah. <laughs> that was very enthusiastic. I'm sorry. <laughs> Caught me off guard. Yeah. All right. What highway did John Steinbeck dub the Mother Road? God, it's got to be about books, doesn't it? I can't think of any highways. No famous ones? I'm trying to think of famous ones, and they're all like Route 66. That's correct. <gasps> Yay. Yep. Good job. I get a piece of pie. Woo-woo. Strawberry pie. Mm-hmm. Mm, I love pie. I want pie right now. I went to the farm this week, which is this lovely little place where it's a farm. Oh. But they have, like, restaurants and stuff. And uh, But they close during the summer because you eat outside and you know, nobody wants to eat when it's 110 outside. I sure don't. But I didn't get pie this time. Normally, I get some pie there. I got a lemon bar instead. I, I can't go wrong with a lemon bar. It was quite delicious. And so was my sandwich. That was a chicken... B-L-T-D-A. You you texted me what you were having for lunch that day. Mm -hmm. It was chicken, Mm -hmm. bacon, lettuce, tomato, dates, and apple, green apple. Yeah. It was really good. Kind of sweet and savory. Love it. Sounds good. What 17th century scientist is generally credited with coining the line, knowledge is power? Schoolhouse Rock. Oh, (laughs) I watched those. (laughs) Was it Voltaire? Is that your answer? Yeah. No, it was Sir Francis Bacon. Mm, Bacon. Can't go wrong with bacon. Oh, foreshadowing. Purple, please. I don't remember what category that is. Sports. Oh, goody. And leisure. (laughs) Maybe there's a question about napping. Oh, I would ace that. Actually, I wouldn't. I don't nap anymore. It's about women's soccer. (laughs) Oh, can we we phone a friend? I didn't even know it was a thing. I don't know if I know any lesbians and who follow soccer. No, I'm offending women today. Women with a Y. <laughs> That's you offending them. What women's soccer star drew flack for posing nude behind only a pair of balls <laughs> in the 1999 issue of Gear magazine? Oh, what was her name? She was one of those Olympians. You're going to have to be more specific than that. Um, Gabby. Sorry? Gabby. Gabby? I don't remember. Is there a soccer player named Gabby? I don't know. <laughs> sounds like a soccer name. It sounds like a porn name. Brandy Chastain. Oh, that does sound like a porn name. 
I'm a virgin. Hi, Brandy. Now. <laughs> well, let's try to get my sports question out of the way. What gold medal Olympic sprinter pioneered revealing outfits she called athletic negligees? Negligees? Negligees. Um, Jackie Joyner Kersey. Close. Florence Griffith. Florence Griffith Joyner. Joyner. It was between the two. <laughs> Damn it. Flojo. That's right. History. Yay. What country's day-to-day operation did Crown Prince Abdullah take over when his brother, the king, had a stroke in 1995? Natalie Portman. No. The country of Natalie Portman. Yes. Saudi Arabia. Okay. So close. What cellist founded the Silk (laughs) Road? What? I only know one cellist. Yo-Yo Ma? Yo-Yo Ma. What cellist founded the Silk Road Project to bring together folk artists living on the ancient trade route? <laughs> Yo-Yo Ma. Correct. <laughs> I only know one cellist, and it's Yo-Yo Ma. I think everybody only knows one cellist. <laughs> Except for maybe that little girl on Family Matters. Or what is it called? Modern Family. Modern Family. Is she a cellist? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, the the Alex, one. right? Yeah. I stopped watching Family Matters. Family Matters? What is it called? Modern Family. <laughs> Family Matters is the one with Urkel. <laughs> I stopped watching Modern Family. You and everybody I else. I am my grandmother. <laughs> oh, are. my God. Everyone else has stopped watching Family Matters, too, because it's no longer on the air. It is, too. It's syndicated. Well, reruns, maybe. But I'm still watching it. They just had the season finale, I think. I realized that I just wasn't laughing anymore when I was watching it. And I thought, what's the point? There's still some funny parts. There's some funny parts, but in general, it doesn't make me laugh that much. Yeah. What are you going to do? Purple. I need purple still. Right? I do. That's sports, right? It is sports and leisure. What two cellists? Uh, No, I only know one. Yo-Yo Ma and another cellist. I'm kidding. (laughs) What two Yankees are the only catchers from the same team to play in the same all-star game? Baseball. (laughs) I only know that the Yankees are a baseball team. I don't think you'll know this. I don't know. Yogi Berra and Elston Howard. Okay, moving on. <laughs> That's why I said baseball. That's all I knew. Have you seen any other movies lately? No, I. you know, the Star Trek uh, was the first time I'd been to the theater probably in a few months. I've been seeing a lot of movies lately. Yeah, you saw like what? Iron Man? I saw Iron Man 3 last week. What else have you seen? I saw The Great Gatsby. Oh, how was that? Boring? I thought it was a little dull. Why is it in 3D? I've seen it advertised in 3D. Because it's got a lot of... It's a Baz Luhrmann film. Oh, okay. And it's got a lot of like Moulin Rouge-esque graphics and stuff. And I mean, it looks beautiful. There's things I like about it. Mm -hmm. Leonardo DiCaprio is really, really good in it. It looks amazing. Yeah. But it's just... I don't know. It was like... I was, we got to the last third of the movie and I realized I was like mentally making a grocery list. <laughs> and I thought, why am I doing that? I'm like, cause I don't give a shit what's going on in this movie. It's yeah. boring. Yeah. It just, I, I think it was a miss on several levels. Yeah. That's why I never go to, I mean, if you go to a bad movie, it's expensive. It's like 12 bucks to go to the movies now. It is, but I have this philosophy about movies that I go to movies as a blank slate. I don't know anything about them. I try to know mm-hmm. as little as possible. Star yeah. Trek was a special thing because I was looking really forward to that. Yes. Um, I avoided spoilers like crazy on that yeah. one. But like, you know, for Iron Man 3, I didn't read anything about it, you know? Yeah, I don't really still know anything about it. I still may see that while it's in the theater. It's good. It's yeah. enjoyable. Um, but that way, when I go, 
since I don't know anything, I'm very rarely disappointed. Mm-hmm. This one, I can't say I was disappointed. I just thought it was dull. I can't remember like the last time I saw a movie where I just hated it and wanted to leave. You know which one was mine? What? Iron Man 2. I hated that movie. See, I realized I never saw Iron Man 2. Oh, God. I think I started to watch it on Netflix, and it crapped out after like five minutes, and it never started again. <laughs> I went with, with my roommate, Stu, and like halfway through, we looked at each other, and I'm like, this is terrible. And I'm like, I don't care what happens to him. I hope he dies. Well, he doesn't. I know, because there's a part <laughs> three. <laughs> But I think you'll like Iron Man 3. Yeah. I think it's really good. I've heard it's better than 2, for sure. There's only one more movie like at the top of my list right now that I want to see. It's the new Superman movie. I do want to see that, too. It comes out the week of my birthday. I'm so excited. Should we go see that on your birthday? Maybe. Okay. Well, it comes out a couple days after my birthday. So. Should we go see that a couple days after your birthday? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Purple, let's get this sports question out of the way. I'm trying. What appropriate nickname does Washington and Jefferson College use for its sports teams? The Natalie Portmans. Okay, I'm not I haven't looked at the answer yet, but it says it's an appropriate nickname and it's Washington and Jefferson. If you had to make The an, Presidents. That's correct. <laughs> God, even I figured that one out. <laughs> they gave you the answer in the question. <laughs> What are we thinking about this little electronic doodad? I don't like it. I'd I rather don't like have, it either. I'd rather have cards. Yeah. Because you got to pass it around. Mm-hmm. And we don't have any Purell. Yeah, I don't know where your fingers have been. I know where they've been. I think that's what I'm afraid of. <laughs> <laughs> what South American athlete was the first person to have his face adorn 1.5 million MasterCards? Natalie Portman. <laughs> I don't Yes! <laughs> No, that's not right. It's Pele. Oh, yeah. What's the blue category? History. Herstory. Herstory. Girl. (laughs) What classic compact car is fondly known to Mexicans, racist, as El Bocho? That is a racist question. B-O-C-H-O. What is that word for? That's what they're asking. What classic compact car is fondly known to Mexicans as El Bocho? I think I'm saying that right. It's Ocho with a B in front of it. Civic? <laughs> I don't know. So, Natalie Portman. No. I want to look up Bocho. I want to see what that means. I wish I knew Spanish. I know a little Spanish. I know carnitas, which are cooking in my crock pot right now. Oh. Are we going to have food? We are having tacos, which is another Spanish word. Taco day. And guess where I got this recipe? Where? Pinterest. Pinterest. Mm-hmm. You're going to eat this Pinterest and you're going to enjoy it, mister. What do you say? You said a Civic? Yes. No. Oh, the Volkswagen Beetle. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Maybe Bocho is Bug. Maybe. Or Beetle. Uh, it's not El Bugo. No, that's not how Spanish works. You don't just add O to the end of English words. That's how racists always do it. Uh-huh. Why do I get the really long questions? Do you want me to read it? Because I can't see the answer. What Argentine soccer star claimed the ball he illegally fisted into the net? Dirty. In a 1986 World Cup game, had been scored by the hand of God. He fisted well, it with the hand of God. It's not. <laughs> oh, we're offending so many people right now. Um, well, it's not Pele because he's South African. South American. American. You said African, didn't you? No, I said American. Pretty sure you said African at one point. I'm pretty sure I said whatever. I'm pretty sure you'll hear it back when you're editing. Um, I don't know. Diego Maradona. I've never heard that name in my life. You should have said Natalie Portman. 
What European capital confounded tourists when fake plaques appeared in 2002 with inscriptions like, On April 17th, 1967, nothing happened here. <laughs> Natalie Portman. Oh, God. Paris. What U.S. open golf venue was dubbed Death Page for its brutally long holes? <laughs> really? I don't know. That's funny. Augusta. Beth Page. Oh, I've never... It's one word. Yeah, I don't know it. Brutally long holes. <laughs> this game is Death Page. It's brutally long, and it's going in a hole later. Wild, yeah. Garbage pit. How many miles per hour did London set as a speed limit for carriages in 1635? 20. Nope. <laughs> what? Three. <laughs> Damn it. Three <laughs> miles per hour. What big top act did circus star John Weiss liken to having a car hit you from behind at 65 miles per hour? Being shot out of a cannon. Human cannonball. Human cannonball. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, I got one. Oh, now we're tied. We each have four. It's anyone's game. What South American nation's 320,000 Avon ladies outnumber soldiers by a five to two ratio? Brazil. Yes. Yay, I get lemon pie now. What do you need? What's left? Um, Blue. Blue? You got your sports question? Yeah, I did. What part of a sailing ship is typically mounted by sliding its pintles into gungeons on the transom? <laughs> I'll let you read that. What part of a sailing ship is typically mounted by sliding its pintles into gungeons on the transom? <laughs> the mast. We can make this very dirty. The rudder. <laughs> a mast is a part of a ship, right? I think so. Okay. Ooh, you could win with this one. Let's hope. What is the category again? <laughs> History. Natalie Portman. Wait, let me read it first. What nation saw its empire shrink from 11 million square miles to a mere 100,000 during the 20th century? The port of Natalie. <laughs> <laughs> Russia? Britain. Yeah. Nice try. Should have said Natalie Portman. Should have said Natalie Portman. What Monopoly board space was replaced by a $75 million ISP fee in the dot-com edition? Oh, God. <laughs> Boardwalk. Luxury tax. Oh. Park Place. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was a board game question, and I got it wrong. We suck. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> we know our stuff. Yeah. What massive hunk of sandstone did Australia turn over to the Aborigines in 1985? I don't know. Ayers Rock. I don't know what that is. Also known as Uluru. She was feisty in that Star Trek movie, Uluru. Is that my Aboriginal I voice? Sure. We're offending Australia now. Good job, Brian. Do we have any Australian listeners? Not anymore. <laughs> what pro wrestler nicknamed his baby daughter Pebbles? <laughs> his baby daughter. I know nothing about wrestling. Rowdy Rowdy Piper. The Rock. Oh, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know he had a daughter. I did not either. Okay. What recreational drug... Oh, hey, you should get this. What? <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. What recreational drug was so widespread by 1624 that Pope Urban VIII threatened those who used it in church with excommunication? Opium? No. What? Tobacco. Oh, I guess that is a drug. Mm, technically. Have you ever chewed tobacco? 
No, I grew up around people who did that a lot. I tried it once, maybe, I think. It yeah, was my dad did. Yeah. I have a story, but I won't tell it. Please don't. Yeah, and I tried it for myself when I was like 19. But what people don't realize is that you're a real heavy smoker. I'm not a smoker. Yeah, you're like a pack and a half a day. I, I don't <laughs> smoke. You're always like, oh, I gotta go. I gotta go take my smoke break. Yeah, this podcast takes six hours to record because of the frequency at which I require a cigarette. <laughs> You done with that? <laughs> I don't smoke. Did you ever? I have before, yes. Not reg- not not like regularly. Just recreationally. Recreationally, if I'm like having a few drinks uh, once in a while, a cigarette sounds good. I did for my 20s, and then I quit when I turned 30. Oh, 50 years ago. Okay, so. <laughs> bitch. <laughs> That's for saying I smoked. Orange, please. Mm-hmm. Who was Asia's biggest box office draw in 2000? Oh, you got choices. <gasps> Chow Young Fat, Jackie Chan, or Jim Carrey? Jackie Chan. Yes. <gasps> Orange. That means I only have sports left to get. It's down to the wire. So you're going to win, probably. Let's hope. How many women were featured on National Geographic's timeline of the human race from 30,000 BC to AD 2000? Five. None. What? Zero. Those jerks yep what european nation introduced the hockey world to a neutral zone trap called the torpedo i don't understand a single word of that question britain sweden yes because hockey is huge in britain (laughs) what first lady's first words according to bob hope were gucci gucci goo gucci spelled like the uh clothing line pat nixon nope natalie portman nancy reagan oh that makes sense What was the first Western nation to send a team to the Muslim Women's International Games in 2001? The United States. Britain. Damn it. We don't like Muslims here. (laughs) I don't know, but I answered Britain for my last question. And you're giving me crap for answering Natalie Portman. Yeah, but whatever. Natalie Portman isn't a nation. What U.S. cryptologic agency had twice as many employees as the CIA in August of 2001? FBI. National Security Agency. God damn it. We cannot finish this game. Should we let people know what we're doing? We have tacos to eat. <laughs> Hurry up, We're game. just going back and forth. <laughs> what couple's unborn child was offered $10 million to play in the 2017 A&P Tennis Classic? Come on. You know this. Ben Affleck and Jennifer Garner. <laughs> Andre Agassi and <laughs> Steffi Graf. What bridge were Chester, Arthur, and Groford Cleveland the first men to walk across in 1883? The Brooklyn Bridge. That's correct. Yes. <laughs> you yeah. know what that means, Brian? I win. You win. And this game is going to be destroyed. Are you going to take the screws out first and disassemble I'm the circuitry? taking my batteries back, bitch. I'm not getting rid of those. Oh, no need for names, bitch. <laughs> what do we think about Trivial Pursuit? It's digital tri- choice. <laughs> it's Trivial Pursuit. It does suck that it's PC only and that the website doesn't work anymore. And this game's only like five years old, so... Yeah, it's not very old. I like the look of it, but yeah, I missed the cards. They probably could have made a better controller. Like, this is a pretty cheap plastic thing this is before apps were so huge too i mm-hmm. mean the iphone only came out like a year before this oh yeah maybe they replaced yeah. this with an app i didn't look there might be an app there might be an app for that there might be yeah i i don't know how i feel about trivia games sometimes they're okay sometimes they're not yeah some of the questions are pretty tough i wonder if 
any of the answers to any of the questions is Natalie Portman. It might be. <laughs> I would like this game a lot more if it was. Well, it would have been over a long time ago if every answer was Natalie Portman. That's true. That's it for this episode of Game Night Guys. Visit our website to find your favorite games at GameNightGuys.com. You can email us at hello at GameNightGuys.com or leave us a voicemail at 480-648-GAME. That's 480-648-4263. Follow us on Twitter. We are at Game Night Guys. You can also follow us individually. I'm at Cecil Jean. And I'm at Cheap Blue Guitar. Join us on Facebook and tell us about your game nights at facebook.com slash game night guys. Be sure to tell your friends about the show. You can subscribe anywhere you listen to podcasts, including iTunes and Stitcher Smart Radio. Thanks for listening. As always, you are invited to our next game night. It's your move. Goodbye. Goodbye. And this week's game is Trivial Pursuit Digital Choice. Digital Choice. Sounds complicated. What are are you doing? I'm making digital noises. Oh, is that what that is? (laughs) Try again. I don't know. Beep, boop, bop, boop, beep. (laughs) I am a robot. (laughs) Beep, boop, bop, boop, beep. (laughs) I am digital. (laughs) Input. (laughs) Beep, boop. Beep, boop, bop, boop, beep. Why is that funny? I don't know. It is. What South African athlete was the first person to have his face adorn 1.5 million MasterCards?